Welcome to Want Her, a community-driven podcast for the like-minded female, passionate about creativity, self-discovery, and letting out that inner weird. Brought to your ear holes by two cross-country friends, we want to project one thing. Self-discovery is a lifelong journey, and one that should be fun experiencing. Here, no topic is off-limits. We're just like you, striving for connection, laughter, and the continual reminder that we can actually be whatever the f*** we want. Here's Olivia and Sandy. Hello, Olivia. Burp. We did a very silent burp as to not yeah. have that be the very first thing that happened. Hopefully that worked. But welcome back to another episode of Wand Her. Wand Her. Wand Aww. Her. Welcome, Wandies. I love it. Yeah, we're doing two recordings today to catch you guys up on our summer. Yep. And yep. this one is going to be dedicated to Hot. Sandra. Yeah, Sandra. It's been hot. Summer 2023. Life changing. Uh, yeah, truly. truly. Yeah. But before we get into that, let's do the game, right? Yeah. So my bad. If you listen to my <laughs> update episode, I kind of already shared that story on there. So I don't need to rehash it. But we were going to share like an embarrassing moment from this past summer. Yeah. And mine would have been when I almost peed the charter plane on the way yeah. to Katmai National Park. Yeah. So if you want all the details yeah. on that, because I was quite detailed. You were very detailed. <laughs> I loved it. I think I needed to do that to explain the extent of how ridiculous I felt because sure. it was a two-hour flight and I peed yeah. beforehand and I still almost peed a plane like, yeah. in front of a small yeah. child. The well, I guess... That went through. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can share something small, embarrassing that happened on the flight back. I can do that. But you oh, go ahead and start because this I episode's about... I don't know, but um, it's not that big a deal. Do you okay. want me to just share it then yeah, if I'm already on it? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is still something I'm... Like, it's a learning curve for me. I got this water bottle and... I'm on a plane. You already know where this is going or no? I think so. <laughs> okay. So we're up in the plane. We're flying back to Anchorage. We'd spent the day in Katmai National Park looking at grizzly bears. Really epic views out the window. I'm feeling good. It's a good flight compared to the one there where I literally almost peed my pants. So I'm like, I'm going to get a sip of water. This is great. This is, yeah. I'm feeling top of the world. I'm so proud of myself for not, you know, needing a diaper. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, and I, I pop my water bottle open and it sprays. Oh. It sprays yeah. everywhere, hits the ceiling, hits the old man and old oh. women in, in front of me. Oh. And we we all have these headsets on that you wear. And the little boy behind me is like nine years old. And he's been like narrating the entire flight talking. It's just him and the pilot talking back and forth. Like, what is that mountain? Or like, did you oh, see a beluga whale there? That. No, I mean, oh. it sounds cute, but it was annoying. Two hours of that, like shut up. He was saying the stupidest stuff, and it's like he didn't realize that everyone, everyone else could hear him. So it was just the stupidest stuff. I feel bad saying that, but like you had to be there. He yeah. immediately was like, "Whoa, what happened?" And in the moment, it felt like it lasted forever. But I like had to plug my finger in the mouth hole. <laughs> that sounds gross. Oh my god. 
to make it stop spraying. Like it was like a hose. I felt so bad. It hit the ceiling. It got my pants all wet. And it was such a huge like outburst from the little boy. And like people were gasping that the pilot turned around. Fine. It was my water bottle. And then he was like, oh, yeah, with the pressure changes, you know. And I was like, I know that. It was just like, it happens. With all the yeah. driving we've done this summer, you know, um, in and out of, like, mountains and up and down. Um, I, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be so ready for a drink of water, I just waterboard myself real quick. So, like, <laughs> that was embarrassing. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. I've definitely been there, but not to that extent, I don't think. Yeah. It's just sprayed a little bit, you know. It was just like the final little humbling moment for yeah. the day. Like I had one to start, yeah. I had one to end. Uh, not in the moment. Yeah. The yeah. old guy in front of me that got soaked was like, it was refreshing. <laughs> so like, once I realized nobody was pissed, yeah. I laughed a, like a long time. Yeah. Did Colton I just, laugh in the moment? I feel like Alex would have laughed in the moment. He laughed, but also was like... SMH about the whole thing because it's happened so many times which I'm not the kind of person that's necessarily going to learn that lesson because it's such a habit to just get a sip of water you know exactly whatever whatever yeah I love that anyway Um, what's your embarrassing moment from the summer yeah (laughs) you put it down for me (laughs) you were like yes do this one I agree I agree that's right that's right um so it was just like couple weeks ago two three weeks Mm -hmm. ago probably um that so I've been in my sourdough homestead era and I'm loving it um but my sourdough starter is just like starting to thrive all of a sudden I'm just getting in the groove I had a beautiful loaf ready to go into the oven I had just made sourdough croissants and I had also pizza dough in the fridge as well. So, like, I had that day everything, everything mm-hmm. to go into the oven. So, first I made the croissants. Everything was dandy. They turned out beautifully. Um, and then I shut the oven off, and I was getting the dough, um, the loaf ready. And it was beautiful, and I, it was looking amazing. And I'm like, this is going to be my best loaf ever. Mm-hmm. So I preheat the oven again, and it goes pretty high for these loaves. It's 450. Whoa. So, uh huh. And it was like a cooler morning. So I had the windows open. I was loving life. And I felt so good that week, too, because like I was just getting a lot of work done. I was just mm-hmm. feeling. You're on top of the world. I was. And then I, the oven is preheating, and all of a sudden it just starts smoking a lot. And I'm like, hmm, what's going on? And so I just like open the doors, open more windows. I'm like, oh, it's fine. And then it smoke, starts smoking even more. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. So I'm just like kind of standing, watching the oven, covering up my nose because it's smoking so much. Yikes. Um, and I'm like, hmm, and all of a sudden I hear a whoosh, and I'm like, oh my god, that sounded like a start of a fire. So I uh-huh. open the oven door. I couldn't like see inside the oven for some reason. I don't know, but I open the door, and there is indeed a fire. Oh and I'm gosh. like, oh shit. And Alex <laughs> is at work at this point. It's like 10 a.m. in the morning, like 
I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So I shut the oven off, close the door. I run outside. I call 911 immediately because I'm like, I don't know what else to do. We don't have a fire extinguisher. Mm, Take note, everyone, go get one because, you know. (laughs) Learn how to use it too. I call 911 and... I was fine at first, and then all of a sudden, I just start bawling to the dispatch lady, and she's like, okay, they're on their way. Do you want me to stay on the phone with you? And I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't matter. And she's like, I can if you want. I'm like, no, it's fine. I'll call my husband. So I call Alex, and I'm like, the stove's on fire, and I'm bawling all while talking. Does he know that you've called 911 at this point? I said, the stove's on fire. I called 911. And that's all I say to him. I don't give him (laughs) any contacts. He thinks like the stove top. So like the full house. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because he goes, what? And I'm like, they're on their way. They're going to be here soon. And he's like, okay, do you want me to come home? I'm like, I don't care. And he's like, okay, I'm coming home. All while still bawling. Okay, side note, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Just like the last episode, we're still recording on the morning where there's a lot of construction going on outside of my RV park. I'd go out to the car and try and, like, muffle it more. But I'm in the desert. It would be so hot. So if there's any background noise, I'm really, really sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. It's just the bulldozer is right there again. So I feel like it's probably going to be in there. Yeah. (laughs) okay this is real life baby keep going exactly so anyways the fire department it's two fire trucks three cop cars they all show up at the house and i'm now in the front yard gonzo's outside in the back and i'm just bawling talking on the phone with my dad and then the fire chief comes over and he's like are you okay it's totally fine and he puts his arm on me and pats me like they were so sweet it had already gone out by the time they got here so bless but they ventilated it it for me yes just because you closed the closed the oven it didn't get any more oxygen so hot tip it went out (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that was my um, embarrassing moment for the summer. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I felt like a dumbass, but you and know, not to make things about me at all. Yeah, <laughs> not to make things about me at all. But I wake up and I'm in a different different time zone, so I'm behind Sandy. I'm waking up for the day. She and I Snapchat every single day, and I'm just, like, getting these updates about her beautiful sourdough loaves. And I'm like, look at her go. This is amazing. And then the next thing I know, I get an image of her outside, and she is red-faced, sobbing. And she's like, look, there's fire trucks here. The police are here. And I just am like, what the hell happened? She calls me immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Like, are you okay? And hopefully I was a bit of help in that moment. I don't know. I was just like, is your house still standing? Like, I just wanted a quick update. I didn't want to text or Snapchat about that. I mean, I would feel embarrassed in the same way that you did. But at the same time, like, I feel like everybody has some kind of story like that. For sure. We're we're still like... They were like, 
oh my gosh, this happens. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like not fire related, we're still young adults. We're still learning the trick of the yes. trade of life out here. Like yeah. I had a scenario not involving fire, but like I stabbed my hand with an avocado while home yes. alone getting ready for work. I called Colton and I was like, I'm bleeding out. I'm going to the hospital. He left work immediately. Like, Exactly. It's just something simple. I tried to pit an avocado. I made a dumbass mistake yeah. and the knife went through my hand. Yeah, it happens. Things happen. In an event, you know, you got to yeah. learn. Character exactly. development. Yeah. Right. Truly. So, yeah, that was very exciting. Um, and now we're just like, okay, are we, w- the question is, are we going to get a bill or not for it? Not okay. Yeah. No, that's what I thought last summer when I was here hiking and I lost Colton. I had to call 911. Never got a bill. So, oh, good. That's what, like, I think it depends on the town, city you live in. Like, Mm -hmm. I think my parents, they kind of have had a similar issue. They had to call 911 for smoke in the house. Um, and they couldn't remember specifically if they got one or not, but like they're a ways out from a fire department. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like five minutes. So they're like, I kind of remember maybe getting one. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. The okay, real yeah. question is, mm-hmm. have you returned to your sourdough baking? I sure have, baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how long it would take for sure because I was obviously traumatized mm-hmm. um and i w- was trying to do these you know do these concoct concoctions of cleaning the oven then because, yeah i did know, get updates was- on that almost daily <laughs> yes and it was like tiktok was saying baking soda vinegar and dish soap and so i tried that and you leave it on there it's like a paste you leave it on there for a while well it did squat no take our tip just from the start, go and buy a pumice stone because, oh, yeah, it came right off. Our oven is cleaner than when we even bought the house, so uh-huh. it's spotless now. So take never our make tip. that mistake again. No, no. You'll think about mm-hmm. it every time you use the oven, just like oh, I, I think about it every time before I pit an avocado. Yeah, gotta, exactly. That's all right. Beware. <laughs> That was a fun game. Let's transition into all things Sandy 2023. Ooh, what's going on? Ooh, yeah, what's going on? We haven't recorded since, what, mid-June? Mid-June. Mm-hmm. A while. Um, yeah, so right off the bat, I'm pregnant. Hey! Wow. Um, that's, that's kind of wild. Have you started to, like feel comfortable saying even that sentence yes I guess I don't actually think I have told ever anyone like said those words out loud well how did you tell your family with the book and like for my parents it was the Berenstein Bears book grandparents are great I just had them open it Uh and then they're like seriously yeah my siblings uh, gave all the kids cousin crew shirts. Yeah, that was cute. And the kids opened it up, and then I had a little baby onesie with 
newest member of the cousin crew. So, okay. like, I honestly don't think I've said that out loud. How did you, like, call the doctor? I did tested you say, like, positive. <laughs> That's like a COVID test? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. So when I first called, we found out end of June. So... It was right before the holiday weekend, 4th of July weekend. And so mm-hmm. we're like, uh, what's a few days? We'll call when we get back from vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I call and I'm like, um, so I just tested positive for being pregnant. This is our first <laughs> one. Um, I really don't know what happens. What's like, what are we supposed to do from here on? And they're like, oh, yes, no problem. We'll help you out. I'm like, okay, great. Truly, uh-huh. that's what I said. <laughs> okay. So like, terrifying. I, I guess I want to preface this. If you've been listening to the podcast a while, you know that this is a triggering subject for me. I struggle with tocophobia. Um, And it took me, like, obviously, Sandy, being one of my best friends, is aware of this issue for me and was so sweet to me, telling me that, like, this is, you know, something that is actively attempting to occur. And I I want you to know that ahead of time, which I appreciate. I thought... Mm -hmm originally Mm -hmm. the conversation was going to be it's already happened Mm -hmm. and I understand I'm an adult I'm responsible for my own emotions and reactions and I wouldn't have blamed you had that been the case but I was so appreciative that there was a little bit of a warning so I could kind of like prep myself but even in that no yeah and I know and I know that I'm trying really hard to set that self set that up for like friends because Yeah. I just, I don't want it to change the relationship. And I think that would help me. Um, Yes. But even knowing that still, I kind of like knew it would happen right away. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to describe it, but I was like, Mm -hmm. she's pregnant. Like, I just know it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I told her like, I need some time because I was in Alaska for the summer, not working, dealing with a lot of mental health stuff. So this is already a subject on my mind a lot for my own personal stuff. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I just need some time. And it took Mm -hmm. until you said it was nine weeks. I'm pretty sure the text message said I'm 11 weeks. It doesn't matter. It was a hot Mm -hmm. minute into it until I was like, you need to just rip the bandaid off. Yes. Cause, cause in the beginning, when I first told you we were trying that, like you said, okay, just like, don't come out and say it right away. Like make check and see if I'm in a good head space. So like I knew going into it, I wanted you to be in a good mindset or better mindset, best mindset you could be. So I was like, are you doing yeah. okay? And I really, really want this episode to not be about me and how oh. this whole thing affects me. This is your update. I th- no, I think that would be cool. I really do because, like, I mean, I do too. Both of us, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think I do think some of the questions I ask will probably be reflective of that. That's and totally if true. this scenario does take place in my life, I think it would be a cool thing to talk about on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Just because you know you're in it right now, you have experience. I do think that that's really helpful for me because you're my first like super, super, super close best friend that I talk to every single day that's going through it. Like I've had some friends go through it and they have been really 
huge sources of growth and I, I've been able to yeah. talk to them openly, but like, there's just a different level with you and I, um, I agree. Mm-hmm. So you've been I'm helping me deal with that. Yeah. 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 yeah you know, so, I just <laughs> telling you everything. <laughs> so Today. speaking of that, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about, you know, you're an open book. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. I'm really curious about how, your mindset and like feelings kind of changed when you shifted into like, Oh, this is no longer a future thing that we're like putting off thinking about. This is like a thing that we're taking actionary steps towards trying to accomplish. Like how did that change your relationship? How did that make you feel internally? Did you have any like weird feelings about your body? Like Mm -hmm. share. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So like, I guess it was fairly quick. We always said that like, Yes, we got married in 2020, so we always said we wanted to take a couple years just to enjoy being married, travel, explore, whatever. So we were like, ah, oh, we'll wait a while for trying at least. And then, like, earlier this year, it was like, okay, I think maybe we should start trying. Like, are you ready, Alex? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just waiting on you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know if there was necessarily a turning point for me that I was like, okay, I'm ready. But I don't know. I guess I was more so thinking about my family, my parents especially, and, like, that kind of made me sad. Like, I want them here for my kids' lives. Because, like, me being the Because you're an oopsie before, baby. Yeah, yeah. so they're a little bit older. Me being the youngest of four, my parents were 40 and 42 when they had me. So they were older. And like, I didn't, I, all my grandparents, I think died by the time I was 10. And like, Mm. I loved my grandparents and and I have so many good memories with them. But like, that makes me sad to think about that. I didn't have as much time with them. Mm -hmm. So then when I, got to thinking about that I think that was like the pivotal moment like what are we waiting for too like we still want our lives to go on with a baby in mind and like I'm having a hard time with this (laughs) yeah yeah it's not like I hear what you say and I completely agree but it's so hard for me given my mental health issues with this subject to be like Mm -hmm. I'm changing my life and making these huge decisions that are going to trigger so much anxiety, fear for this person, this idea of a family that I can't even conceptualize because it's all so like unknown. And it's really hard for me to bring in the idea of like, oh yeah, like my parents have a part in this too. Cause it's just so mm-hmm. personal. Yeah. That I, I would almost rather, be secluded for the entire experience and then just like walk out of the woods with a child and be like, welcome, this is your grandchild, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting for me to hear you say that that was kind of like a big thought that made Mm -hmm. things kind of shift for you. Mm -hmm. Cause like, I don't know, this year we were spending so much time with my parents, my family, cause we moved here last year, moved closer Mm -hmm. to them last summer. And I don't know this Last summer was incredibly busy. This summer, I was a lot more conscious about the weddings I took on and, like, spacing them out. So I had a lot more time to spend on weekends with my family. And that, mm-hmm. I think, was one 
moment that I was just like, okay, what are we waiting for? We still want to travel. We still want to do all the things. And it's and you just, still can. I want that to be like a huge. That's our thing. Emphasis. We want to still do all the things yes. with the baby. Yeah. And we plan to. We most definitely plan to. We were just talking about vacations, me and Alex, last night with kids that we want to do and just like everything. And it's just going to, I've said this to you, Olivia. It's yeah, just going yeah. to be more of everything. Yeah, more of the good stuff. It yes. was it was sweet of Colton because I had a large reaction when you told me that you were. And I think it's mm -hmm. because I was avoiding what I knew was happening. So mm -hmm. then to like have it be out in my face, like I had a full on, like one of the worst panic attacks I've had in a while. And I don't want you to, we've talked about it already. I don't want you to take that on yourself because no. I am responsible for that. It, you didn't cause me harm. This is what you no. want. This is what I want for you. If you want it, like the whole thing. Yes. But Colton was really sweet and being like, how do you think this is going to change your relationship with Sandy? Are you worried about like the podcast or your relationship? Mm -hmm. Do you think you'll be able to like spend time together? You know, cause I, I feel yeah. like with the podcast and seeing each other last year and all of mm -hmm. like the guys together, we were like, Oh, Cute. we should get together like every year or whatever. Yeah. Like this is just such a special relationship. I agree. Um, and I, I was kind of like, no, like I understand. I have friends that have kids. I get that there's chapters that are busier than others, but yeah, I know without a doubt, like the significance of our relationship. So I feel a lot better hearing yeah. you say that. It just like reemphasizes that like, it's only going to be more fun because exactly. I'm automatically going to be like an auntie. An aunt. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you imagine? Here, go with Auntie Olivia on this hike. Mom's going to stay back. <laughs> I do really picture like you being such a fun mom though too. Like when you came to visit us in um, Idaho, we have to preface this again where it's like we met at a photography workshop yeah. in 2019. Yes. We've always had a really long distance relationship, multiple states away, if not other yes. side of the country. Mm -hmm. So a lot of our relationship has been over social media or Marco Polo. Mar <laughs> the second time we ever got together was mm -hmm. last September when we just happened to be driving the RV through Wisconsin. That's Which when, a and, year ago is when this yeah. became a dream. Yeah, we started thinking about the podcast then and like catching up with each other, talking yeah. about the difficult stuff. That's when I met Alex for the first time, when yes. Colton met Alex, like the whole thing. Um, it was amazing. We need yeah. to do that again, for sure. Yeah. I can't believe that was a year ago. Yeah, just about. Yeah. A little yeah. more than now, but. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how did this change your relationship with Alex? Oh, yes. Honestly, I feel like we've grown with it. Like, now, uh, of course, a lot of our conversations tend to be around the baby. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we've grown in our own separate ways and together too because it's a totally new chapter obviously mm -hmm. and we're figuring out what our priorities are going to be and like things we want to do with the baby things we want to do before the baby like just getting our life in order 
it seems mm-hmm. like it's pushing it's us. such an adult conversation <gasps> it is it is and like You're really like leveling uh, up <laughs> which is terrifying because i don't yeah I always want to be fun and have fun. And like, that was one of the things like on our drive back from a camping trip this summer, it was like, I was like jamming out to Noah Khan. I was feeling yeah. good. And Alex is like, are you going to be like this in front of our child? And like dancing oh, yeah. crazy. And I'm like, absolutely. Like I want our kids to know that they can express themselves, be themselves 110% and just have fun with life because what else are you supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. Did he say that in a way where he was like wanting you to be that way? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's really special. I don't want you to be, stop being the crazy person you are singing in stores, you know, saying hi to random people like, He wants that absolutely be outgoing. Yeah. I think when you came to Idaho to see me in March, that was one of the (laughs) lessons that I kind of picked up from you was like, who cares what other people think? Like I'm here to experience life to like experience joy to the fullest. So when Mm -hmm. we would like, I have a very vivid memory of getting out at the parking lot at Safeway and you just started dancing aggressively for no reason and there was another person like loading their car up or something that looked at you and just kind of like laughed and smiled and you didn't care no and I I would have been like embarrassed or something and you're just like who cares exactly who cares I don't it makes people laugh like who cares and that's what I like yes people probably think oh wow what a weirdo but they usually still laugh And, like, that makes me happy. I love making people laugh. My mom is the exact same way. I've gotten that from my mom just to be yourself and, like, who cares? And a lot of these people are never going to see again. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that's a really important lesson that you're going to be able to teach your kids. Because for me, I feel like I was kind of taught to really be aware of the image that you're giving off to other people and like be on your best behavior at all times. And I get that that's important too, but there's an element of like, you're here for a reason and you're unique and being able to showcase that and not hold any of that back is also really important too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. That's exactly what I want. I don't know. It's definitely going to be, interesting it's been terrifying um (laughs) I do want to talk about that a little bit because we've talked about it a lot obviously and I'm surprised every time I think so okay I don't want to this subject has my mind like going a million miles an hour when I was in school they talk a lot about like the trimesters being like different parts of the pregnancy and the first one is all about like accepting that it's actually happening and you've been talking a lot about um like not necessarily knowing if you're excited you're like it's mm-hmm. hard to be excited yeah yeah because you're anxious yeah still it's and I think that that's a really hard and important thing to talk about mm-hmm. because everybody's like Congratulations. I could see myself having a really hard time with that too. So let's maybe like expand on how that's been for you. Yes. So like my first reaction when I had that 
positive pregnancy test, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, like, okay. So let's backtrack a little bit. It's been always hilarious because to my family, I've always said, oh, I want zero or four kids. At some points in my life, it's zero. At some points in my life, it's been four. And like, I've always said that and it's hilarious to my family, but they've always known that we wanted a family or I would want a family. Um, But like, now that I'm in that stage, I'm like, oh shit, what is happening? What am I doing? And like the huge, I think part of the anxiety for me is you call and you set up appointments and they don't want you to come in until 12 weeks for an ultrasound. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's they a long have, time. Yes. And I, so we found out when I was three weeks, five days. So really, really early. A lot of people don't find out till four, five, six weeks. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a really long time to wait. And first we had a phone call and they're like, oh, what was your last um Period. Period. Start date. That'll determine this estimated due date. And I was pretty certain on all of that. And they're like, oh, you don't need to come in. But if you want to, you can have um, your blood drawn. And I'm like, yes, I want to because I need more than just this positive pregnancy test at home telling me I'm pregnant. So I went and had my blood drawn and it did, did say that we were pregnant. And then eight weeks was we had just a nurse phone call and that's where she went over like all the questions like um are you going to want to do a natural birth and all that um and then 12 weeks was the next appointment and that was your ultrasound and first time meeting the doctor ever and i was like going into it not knowing if we'd even like this doctor wait 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 big time pause Did you not already, you had a gynecologist already, or you haven't gone to one since you've moved? No. No. Oh, no, I love that. No, I love that because I thought that would be like a unique scenario for me because we're like trying to plant roots in Utah. And I was like, if I were to do this, I'd have to get set up with a new doctor, a new dentist, a new OB. Like my OB didn't help at all with my tocophobia, but at least she knew about it. Yes. And so- Okay. That's Uh, great for me. (laughs) To be honest, I haven't been to the doctor in quite some time. So I've only, yeah, I, we don't have a primary care provider either right now. So like, are you going to get one set up? Yes. (laughs) Okay. It was all very new to me because I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't realize you didn't know that. No. No, no, I just assumed. And I was like, I hope we like him. We heard mixed thoughts. But all of a sudden, so I go into them my 12-week, you know, I'm sharing everything, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I go into my 12-week appointment. Alex is with me. And they're like, okay, we're going to do the bedside ultrasound. Um, Oh, and it looks like you're overdue for a pap smear. So you're going to get one of those. And I'm like, oh my gosh, going right into everything. And so right away, the doctor's like, okay, 
Open up. <laughs> oh, my God. So that was very uncomfortable because, you know, like I wasn't prepared and I didn't know, have any idea. So, you know. Did Alex watch that? Yeah, he stood right there. <laughs> like over the shoulder? Yes, he was like by my shoulder. Not uh Yes, so he like, he didn't see Miami actually oh. open up, like, because... Okay, so we I laid on the bed for the ultrasound, and Alex was right next to me, like, looking at the screen as well. Uh-huh, and then uh-huh. he just stood right there the, for the pap smear, too. So, <laughs> yeah, I was like, Alex, are they going to ask you to go out? Or are they going to not even say anything? They didn't say anything. So Alex oh, yeah, whatever. There and <laughs> I'm like, hey. So, yes, yeah, so going into, like, the terrified yeah uh my parents my family is always like oh my gosh it's so excited and my reaction to them saying that is like yeah but I'm terrified yeah what do they say to that oh yeah does Alex is he helpful with that I mean I really don't talk about it much. I kind of just no, bottle it up. So I'm just like, oh, it'll it'll go away, right? It'll get better. <laughs> it's just a lot of new things for me, obviously. Figuring out life, figuring out what my career is going to look like. It's a lot of unknowns, like you've said, too. Um, and it's just very anxiety driven yeah yeah I feel bad and I talked to you about this before because it's like for me this whole scenario would be like I need to talk about it I need to have that outlet yeah and knowing that like and you don't really talk about it much makes me be like I am so annoyed at myself for not having been able to be there longer or sooner I mean no because I just know how important it would be for me yeah yeah I don't know if I'd like actually talk about it I don't know yeah but if it's going on in your head so much you Mm -hmm. need to have some kind of outlet for that (laughs) yeah I've always been one that to to just bottle things up and like brush it off and be like no "No, it's fine it's fine (laughs) yes very true i'm not trying to like expose you but you were worried about like the temperature of your bath water oh that's yeah terrified absolutely terrified i was like i think it was like it was a week or two before my ultrasound appointment so 12 weeks Mm -hmm. and I started thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if my bath's too hot? I have no idea. I just take it at what I'm comfortable with. And so I get out our oral thermometer and I'm like, I don't know if this is is right. And it says 102. And Google says not to go over 100 if you're pregnant. And the first trimester, um, it says is most critical one. And I'm like, okay. And so like, just Google then was terrifying. Don't Google things. Don't Google things yeah. with anything. It's just but like. But you ask the doctor, right, yeah. about the temperature of the water. Yeah. Because Google and then they was said saying, it was fine. Yeah. Google was just saying like, oh, the baby can get less oxygen then and then develop Down syndrome. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Jeez. 
Uh -huh. like, oh, it can get, yes. but then this happens. Oh, yes. So I didn't take a bath for a good solid week, week and a half because I was terrified. And that's your method of cleanliness, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> that is my go-to for absolutely everything. Oh, God. <laughs> so then I asked the doctor and he's like, oh, my gosh, no, it's totally fine. And I'm like, okay, okay. thank you. <laughs> Great. Okay. So, yeah, there's just a lot of different things that happen and a lot of like you were asking just the other week like oh do they give you a list of foods you can't eat no they don't give you anything they do not give you anything you're on your own you're pretty much just like google <laughs> but they sent you home with a packet right yes and that was like on breastfeeding classes that was on the with the eight-week phone call they sent okay home but even on, still at that point it's like things have uh -huh. formed, you know, yeah. hopefully yeah. it's gone well. Cause exactly. you didn't tell me anything. Exactly. That's what it's kind of crazy to me that you're pretty much just clueless in those first few weeks. Like they're like, Oh yeah, we'll see you in uh, so many weeks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like that yeah, was, I was trying to be, I was trying to be of help to you where it's like some people are out there, like they don't even know that yeah. they're pregnant. Yeah. And they're doing they're things drugs. and like, it's still okay. Exactly. Well, you know. Sitting in hot tubs, you know, exactly. And they don't know that they're pregnant because like, also I'm very worried on like the things I'm eating and if I'm eating enough and is it good for the baby and so forth. So there's just a lot of things. Yeah. But physically, how have you felt? amazing like no different um I've had no morning sickness I was just the first trimester I was for very 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 tired and I just entered the second trimester I forget when second 14. trimester yeah yeah I just entered it and I'm kind of getting more energy back but I still like my naps I've always liked my naps yeah you've always liked them anyway <laughs> yeah. so but like those first few weeks were rough like I would take naps for like three four hours and only be able to stay up for like four hours at a time it was and this is after a full night of sleep too yeah yeah Damn. going to bed at like eight o'clock too so early holy crap yeah so do you have to think about like how can you say that and then be like oh but my baths were too hot like you were doing such good work you know I know you see it as like oh I was so tired but like your body was like because that's when you're like restoring your body is when you're sleeping and that's like yeah. sounds like all you were doing exactly so that's you. what Alex, Alex is like your body's telling you you need sleep I'm like okay whatever I'm just listening to my body so yeah, I do no, that's it. good um but it, that definitely pushed me back on my work so you know trying to figure that out and everything just has been a lot mm -hmm. it's a whole new chapter and uh, i'm excited you guys are going to be here for it so let's shift into the future for you your hopes yeah. and what you kind of anticipate happening how do you feel like this will affect your business yeah yeah. your job like work life um, so like that is our dream both of mine and Alex's dream is me to be home with our kids like I love that thought that makes me so happy and so excited to just 
carry them along everywhere, make sourdough loaves with them, make whatever, do life. Um, so like we want me to be home, like I said, but weddings happen on weekends usually. So like, we're like, if you can still take on a few weddings and Alex is more than happy to be alone with the babe all day long. I'm like, wow. Cause my first wedding after, so I'm due in March and my first wedding after back will be middle of May. So about two months I'll have off. So I'm really lucky how it all landed. Like it landed in my slow season. I'm going to have the winter to prepare and prep for the baby. Um, but that day back, I'm wondering how it will go. I definitely want to take on weddings, but it's also weird because I don't know. I feel like my business is kind of in a limbo right now because I'm not booking a ton of weddings at this point. Usually by this time, I have quite a few weddings for the next year and I'm not at many right now. Okay. But like, I think you're viewing that as a negative on your business when maybe it's just like, I don't want to get too woo woo, but it's like the universe trying to help you. Honestly, honestly, that's what I'm trying to it's easier said than done, but like, it feels like it's trying, you know, things are trying to work out. So it's easier for you. Yes. So that's going to be a huge transition. Huge. And like, it'll be so nice because Alex does work. Um, he works 5am to 1.30pm. So he's home by two. So it's so nice that he's going to be able to experience a lot with us mm-hmm. and be home with the baby. But yeah, it's going to definitely be trying. And I should take it as a sign from the universe. Just be like, slow down, use this time. And honestly, maybe it is. (laughs) Honestly, what else can I say? Like, that is crazy that it did work out like that. Yeah. And it is working out like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying be okay. to go with the strides. I cried to Olivia last week about this because yeah, um, I felt so bad because you seem to like feel so like I need to make my own money for this relationship <laughs> too. I and Alex had like doesn't not make me feel like that at all. There's nothing he has ever done. It is just me and myself in my own mind being like, I still want to be able to provide as well. And like not having as many weddings, I won't be providing as well, but I'll be providing for this life and taking care of this life. So I need to. Yeah, I was like, dude, I've been unemployed trailer trash all summer. And you are feeling bad because you're like taking a day to lay on the couch when like, even just doing that, you're like making skin cells or whatever the hell. (laughs) Exactly. Whatever it is that week. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. But it's hard. Like I, I don't want to say that and then be like, oh, well I shouldn't have these feelings because no, I'm not even in that position yet. And I could already tell that I would be like having the same things, if not more so. Yeah. Yeah. It is just a lot of different hormones too. (laughs) So in that regard, do you kind of feel like some of these thoughts and feelings that you're having are like outside of your own control? Um, I think they're just more, a little more excessive. 
they're like a little heightened. More, they feel yeah. a little bit more yeah. strong. Yes. Okay. Yes. So basically, like, like a piano situation. Yeah. Yeah. For Great. sure. I'm like Satan's spawn. <laughs> yeah. I've been very moody. And that's like the thing before the 12 week ultrasound. I was like, how do we even know there's anything there? Like, we haven't had any indication. Like, I feel great. How do we know? And Alex is like, oh, you're definitely different. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he's oh, really? Like, yeah. He's like, oh, your moods. <laughs> I've definitely been moodier, um, more emotional. Yeah. <laughs> How quickly so. after you guys started actively trying, did you start to feel different? Like, did you feel different before you took your test or you were kind of just like, well, I'm going to take a test. I remember that week before I took the test, I was like, hmm, I just feel different. I'm really, really, really crabby. And oh, I had a little cramping. And like with my period, I don't usually get cramping at all. So, like, those were the two indications. I was like, ah, uh, and I even spoke it out loud to Alex. I'm like, I don't know. I I could be pregnant because like I've got a little cramping going on, and they say that's what happens. Right. It's weird, right? That's right weird. when you find out that like there's a little cramping. And I had a little cramping even into the weeks after we found out and a little clotting too. So that's all weird. I heard that that's pretty normal though. Mm -hmm. And you can even have a little bit of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can even have a little bit of spotting with implantation too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's so like an oxymoron though, because half the time yeah. before you start your period, you get crampy too. So like, yes. What is that? Yes, exactly. But I was just like so thrown off because I never get crampy with my period. So I was like, uh, I don't know. So yeah, that was crazy. Um, the next few months. Yeah. It's going to be interesting going through everything and, because now appointments are every four weeks up until, I want to say, 30 weeks. I forget. Do you feel like the time is going by quickly or slowly? Quickly, surprisingly. Very okay, quickly. well then why did you say I'm only such and such weeks the other day? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's been I, the biggest roadblock for me is like yeah. last year at this time we were traveling to California and I can put myself back there in my memory. Like it was yesterday and it was a year ago. So I'm like, if you can just work through this, it will be yes. over before you know it. Yes. Honestly, but it, it goes back to that thing again, where I was talking about on the last episode with where I'm at right now, I can feel anxious and I can have that pause, which mm -hmm. has never happened before therapy yeah. and stuff. Or it's like, That's amazing. how can I react right now? Can I mm -hmm. go to the coping mechanisms and really sit with trying to better myself? Or am I going to fall into the anxiety? You have a choice. Which one are you yeah. going to choose? Um, and even just be recognizing the fact that I have a choice kind of brings on more anxiety too. Like it's, oh, yeah. it's tough. It's really it's tough. And then even after the fact, if you feel better, it's like, okay, this is fine. I feel mm -hmm. fine but I'm expecting anxiety. So if it didn't happen now, is it going to happen in five minutes from now, an hour yes. from now, next week? Like 
Am yes. I just putting off the inevitable? Because I feel I felt like really controlled by my anxiety and emotions, I guess I should say. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm an Enneagram four. So it's like mm-hmm. when I feel things, I feel them to the core. And that's mm-hmm. been a lot of my issues with my cognitive distortions is that emotional reasoning. Well, I feel this way, then it has to be true, but that's not yeah. the case. Yeah. <sighs> I get so. that. Um, so going back to, has it gone fast? It has, but it also hasn't, you know, time is crazy. Like before the ultrasound, I think it took forever. It was like, oh my gosh, when am I going to be 12 weeks so I can have that ultrasound? Well, that's probably because it was the biggest like confirmation and exactly, exactly. And to see like the baby there and moving around gave me so much, um, so much made me so much calmer and be like, okay, there is a baby there. I'm, it's growing. Like I'm doing okay. Was I think. So for that appointment, are they able to zoom in and be like, yeah, all the fingers and toes are there. They can count them and stuff and be like, everything's fine or not really. For me, they didn't. And also friends had asked, did they measure? They didn't for me. I don't know. I feel like, you know, all doctors are different on what they do. And there's different instances as well. I feel like, like, I feel like I was... I knew exactly when my last period start date was, so they weren't worried about anything and they weren't really concerned about how baby was looking just yet. It didn't seem like, because like, Mm -hmm. I think he measured the heartbeat, but he didn't measure anything else. That's, that's been my life this summer so far, the last few months. I do want to talk a little bit about this because it's been such a weird like development in the conversation Mm -hmm. between us. Yeah. Why the hell are you all about natural births now? Alex. Why? <laughs> he just, like, I'm not totally about natural birth. Like, I was still going to do it in a hospital. and I just mean the that. epidural, I guess. Because yeah. Yeah. I know that you don't have a high pain tolerance. Oh, I absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that was one of the first questions that they asked on the phone call was like, okay, what's your birth plan? Do you want to do natural? And I'm like, I would like to try because the friends that I have talked to that haven't done an epidural was like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. Like you can listen to your body so much better if you don't have an epidural. And it's Shit, easier. you're going to make me do it too. Eventually. I know, I know. Okay. I'm trying to eat healthier and like just. I like wish I could be in the room with you. Oh, I do too. I miss you so much. That it's would be such a like, it's been Sad. six months. We need another. I just think like that would be really cool. Yeah. I wouldn't look or anything. I'd just be like, Cindy! Do you want to come and do it? Do it with me? Do you want me to take pictures? No, God, no. No? You want pictures? I think that's the only kind of pictures I could take, honestly. Really? For me personally, if I was in that position, I don't want to do maternity photos. I'm not interested in that, at least not right now. Yeah. Um... Maybe like the ultrasound pictures like you took because those were darling. 
but the, the body dysmorphia is very strong. Um, I don't know that I can do that, but I also don't know, like, oh my God. Wow. I don't know if I'll feel comfortable enough even to have like a baby shower. Cause I just don't yeah. want that attention. I, I don't want people looking at me in that way, mm-hmm. thinking that they can touch me for pictures. I understand that I can set those boundaries. Yeah. I understand that I can set those boundaries, but I, it's just such an intimate thing that I don't really want to have to even explain it all the time. Understandable. I don't know. But if it was like mm-hmm. feral woman crowning, <gasps> yeah, like maybe really? then. Really? Yeah, maybe wow. then. Hmm, maybe then. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe then. I think but if you want little... one, let me know. I'll fly out there for sure. Oh, amazing. Great. I think I just want you to hold my hand to you on one side, Alex, on the other side. I would do that. I mean, oh. the, I, I'm not trying to force it, but if you want that, I would. Oh my gosh. I'd be like I guess your doula. we've never talked about this. Exactly. No, we haven't. Wow. Because I do think that, like, for I didn't me even... personally, in that position, I would want, like, a, sorry. I feel <laughs> weird about, like, having my mom in there. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Or, like, Colton's mom. Oh, gosh. Like, that's not happening. No. I thought about it just being like Colton and I, but I feel like his attention or like, wouldn't you think Alex's attention would kind of shift to the baby? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want that. I want somebody oh, so focused to be on me, like a oh, doula. Wow. You know what I, I mean? I never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Wiping my forehead, kissing me. <laughs> Ice chips. Yes. I Like I want the whole right. thing. I want... I want like a playlist made. I can focus on yeah. that when the contractions are going. Like I want it all. Yeah. Pressure yeah. point. I love that. Breathe. Do the breathing exercise with me. Like yeah. I want it all. Yeah. So oh. I can do that for you. Wow. This is definitely. I need to, something. I need to think about now because I haven't even thought of it. Because I was like, no way, Olivia wouldn't do that. Oh no. I would. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I loved this. <laughs> this was perfect. Yeah. Minus Thanks the for freaking listening. bulldozers. <laughs> Sorry. They were very loud. I feel like yeah, last episode, they weren't that bad. Sorry. No. They're, they've like, they started with two and now there's like four different machines out here. So that's oh, wow. Why. Wow. Yeah. Wild. Well, thank you for listening, Wandies. And Bob the Builder out here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you so, so much for listening to Want Her with your girlfriends, Sandy and Olivia. We hope this chat has motivated you to chase those dreams, take hold of your mental health, or finally let out that inner weirdo. Maybe even all three. If you're a fan of what we do, we'd sincerely appreciate it if you subscribed and rated us five stars. Talk to you next time.